What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And guess what? The Knicks beat the Raptors 136 to 130. So I'm busting those shots in the air right now. Okay, we did not have Mitchell Robinson, who we lost due to injury. We did not have uh, IQ either due to knee injury, but we still won. And Brilliant fashion. Well, not a brilliant fashion, but dramatic fashion. Julius Randle gives you 34 points, five assists, and eight rebounds on the night. Career high from RJ Barrett gives you 27 points on the night. Let's go by line. Quentin Grimes comes off the bench and is a flamethrower and gives you 19 points off of that bench with five of seven from three. Oh, guess what? Jalen Brunson wants to join the party and gives you 21 points and a season-high nine assists. Josh Hart wants to join the party and gives you 16 points, eight assists, and seven rebounds. The Knicks shoot 60% from the field, 58% from three, have a season-high 36 assists because sharing is caring, and the Knicks take care of business and beat the Raptors before they go on the road, and we're going to talk about it all. And I actually got the – I mean, the defense is still – it's, it's, it's a work in progress, guys. It's, 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 a, it's a work in progress. But we got the W, and we got some enjoyable storylines, and we got a lot to talk about. So sit back, relax, and get active to enjoy the show. And also, there's a Discord link. If you want to join the chat and talk live with us, there's a Discord link at the top of the chat pinned for you guys, okay? So let's, let's get to it. I'm going to introduce you to, you already know, the Latin assassin, uh, ESPN contributor, Lee Escobedo, uh, my girl, Ebony over here, uh, D1 college baller, and my guy, that's the stats and the facts, Ryan G in. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. I don't even know who to talk to first because there's a lot of storylines to go around. I can talk about RJ. I can talk about Julius Randle talk going back to the COVID year. I can talk about Quentin Grimes getting his bag. I can talk about Jalen Brunson, who's, who's diving people up. There's a lot where there's a lot of places to go here. There's a lot of places to go. Sim started. Woo, woo, woo. Where I want to go? Where I want to go? All right, I'll choose. All right. <laughs> let's talk about RJ Barrett. I'll, let's talk about RJ Barrett, first of all, because um, I was worried about him. I was worried about him for a while. He had a great game, the game before where he shot well today. He is funny. The first half, I was worried. I was looking at the percentages. I was like, I don't know where this game's going. <laughs> he was looking like a rookie. He had the Bambi legs. But then I felt like he found a little spot where he was kind of spamming that same move where he would do the spin move and go to the left hand. I felt like he was spamming that. And, and he was getting to the hole. And he was bully bullying people. And it was working. And uh, he, he had a, a great game today you already see Quinn Grimes right here but um I'll, I'll start you Ebony what you think of RJ Barrett's game today uh I think it's he looked like RJ I think uh he kind of he looked like RJ in uh Boston so I was I was curious to see how he came out today 
Um, he normally always plays well against against uh, his hometown team, though. So also, so I I kind of figured it would be a back to back RJ performance, and maybe he's getting his legs back together. Yeah. It looks like because he's back to what he was doing in the beginning. It's nothing. He's not doing anything out of the ordinary that he wasn't doing in the beginning. Playing at his own pace again. You know, picking his shots very well, not sh settling for the three point shot, taking Mm -hmm. it when he's open. Um, you know, yeah, it looks like RJ. I would like to see it at a longer stretch. Hopefully, we could get that so people could get off his back because as soon as he started with the slump, people, oh, RJ, we we need to move on. We need, we need Trey, RJ
The bums have been out on Twitter, man. Fire Tibbs, trade RJ. Randall is a, a selfish, poisonous villain. I've heard some of the most insane takes this last week around the team that I love, that I uh, live, breathe, and die and take very seriously. And I think all these other people who have these ass crap takes, I think they love the Knicks too. And they take their team very seriously. They just don't have the right rational minds to watch the game and, and come away with decent observations. They're either super far positive or super far negative. And to me, <laughs> both those ends of the spectrums uh, are where the bums live. So, man, it's great to see a win. Everyone's back on the same page. The vibes are high. My main man, RJ Barrett, you know, uh, he is a he is a player of slumps. It's probably going to be a part of his his uh, game for the rest of his career. That's not a bad thing. There's a lot of players who went through that. One of my favorite players, Dwayne Robinson, had slumps his entire t- career. Uh, big dog in Milwaukee. So, you know, some players are just like that. But damn, man, when RJ breaks out, he's playing good defense and he's sharing the ball. And he's not settling for isolation, but he's getting downhill or catch and shoot. It's a beautiful thing to watch. And tonight was one of the funnest net games to watch all year against a lesser opponent, sure. But it was still a great win because we were moving the ball and we were playing, you know, together with unity. And that's all I asked for. Yeah. You and I team, I gotta... It was all... Ooh, it was... It was... It was amazing today, Unity. It was amazing. I felt, what you want to say, Ebony? I felt like you ski. Oh, you were just singing. You muted. You muted the singing, but I could hear the, Yeah, I was muted. Yeah, I was just doing the energy. I felt the spirit of Puna Tifa coming through there. So, you know, I'm also, I know, I'm, uh, I'm happy to enjoy a Julius Randle game today. I'm happy to enjoy Julius Randle game today because it didn't start off that way. <laughs> in the first quarter, I was pissed. He was going off <laughs> offensively, and I'm sitting here like, he's going to go off offensively. I'm going to point out his defense. Everybody's going to be mad at me for pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> because he was not he was not hustling back on defense and transition. You're just going to have to be mad at me because I'm pointing it out. No, I was, was going to point it out anyway. <laughs> Cause listen, like, and if you don't hate me, you don't hate me. If you don't hate me for telling me the truth, for telling the truth, I'd rather you hate me for telling me the truth. Cause I'm not gonna tell you exactly. a lie. But here's the thing, though. Tibbs actually called timeout when he did it. Both times he did it, he called timeout. Came back in the game, and then I started to realize. Whoa, Randall is closing out on threes. Whoa, Randall is like has his hand up on shots. And it looked like Tibbs reprimanded him during the timeout. It was like, what? he's coaching him. Because I, I didn't see the lazy defense in quarters two, three, and four like I did in quarters one from Julius Randall. And we need that without Mitchell Robinson here. So Talk I was actually very happy. And able to actually enjoy an offensive on, onslaught from Julius Randle today, and I, I want to keep this vibe going. <laughs> what do you think, Anthony? Was... Uh, yeah, I, I uh, he's he's figured it out definitely on offense. Um, on that mid that mid range when they're not double teaming him. Um, you know he still has issues with with the with the double team at, at times, but again that'll come with the. With film and 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 uh the season flow, I guess um hopefully you know he's he's done better he has gotten better with it 
it's still not perfect, but it's been better. Right. Um, I would, I would, you know, I would like his effort to be not so un inconsistent. That's it. If I could, if I could say anything, that that would be it. Because a lot of times, like you mentioned during this game, you like it was, it was a little frustrating moments. Like you're doing well on the other side. Can we take some of that energy? Put it on the other side for us, please. So he 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 did. He he sharpened it up in a, a the later half. So or or tried to at least, you know. Um, yeah, I I like I like when Julius is uh when the, the everybody eats. Yeah, it, it didn't seem like a struggle today, did it? Nah, it didn't. Uh, that's what happens when everybody eats, and you know it wasn't a lot of of. Nobody else touching the ball. You know, it was some possessions where that happened, but it wasn't as many as in Boston or Milwaukee. From what I first glance, from what I can remember, you know. So, nice. yeah, if we can continue this again, we can compete with anybody when we play New York Knicks basketball. Not that one-on-one -on -one stuff. Yeah, he had his quarter. He had a couple of quarters. Then he was kind of quiet in the second half, but everybody else was cooking, so there was no need for him to really cook. And he got the ball back when, when the game mattered. The game was online. It got a little bit tight. <laughs> ISO'd uh, Dennis Schroeder uh, at the foul line, shot it over him, and it, it looked great. Like, to be honest with you, this is, this is the best he's been shooting from the mid-range since since the, the, the COVID year. Like, this is reminding me, the way he's shooting right now in that mid-range area is reminding me of COVID year, Rand. Where anything in that paint to like fifteen to eighteen feet out is just like damn near automatic, and it's it is kind of it's like whoa, it, it's it's looking like unstoppable. And I'm like, my mind is going like, man, if you can get back to this level, maybe the threes. I would like some threes too. The threes ain't there. You don't have to think about them. Just hit you know hit a good percentage. But if you can get back to that level with Brunson being at a Brunson, woo, we could be dangerous. But that defense still needs to keep to to catch up. I don't know. I just want to say real quick, Jay, too. Um, the the first unit needs to just take a page out of the second mm -hmm. units. Uh, they need to take from the second unit. Oh yeah. Because it, I I know we're, we're going to talk about it. So about uh Dante and, and and so, but yeah, the the ball doesn't stick really on that second unit. Not for it's sure. Constantly, constantly moving. Is it okay if I take the pulpit and give a sermon on Julius Randall? Go ahead, do it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna well, say I'm gonna say a couple of things first, so I don't get dragged in the in the chat. Julius Randle has the most inconsistent effort on defense. Julius Randle has the most tendency to play selfish. Julius Randle can be the most turnover prone, and Julius Randle can also be the most um, disruptive on offense and de defense because of his lack of engagement. Number one, the team in those four categories is faults. All right, so here's my balanced take. On, now that I stepped out of the way, I didn't give me some praise. He is my second favorite player on this team. Love Julius Randle. said at the start of the season, I'm going to have his back through thick and thin, and I figure it's probably mostly going to be thin because we've seen in, in past years, for some reason, odd number uh, Randall can, can be a, a little difficult to deal with as a teammate and as a player in terms of inconsistencies. But he is the most unstoppable player we've had since Carmelo Anthony because of his size. Jalen Brunson's yeah. our best player. But when Randall is tuned in and giving effort on a defensive end, he is unstoppable. When he gets downhill, yeah. he can pass it off, catch it back, and if he has momentum, there is not a single player in the NBA who can guard him and stop him. 
He is his combination of size, strength, and skill is it's all NBA for a reason. Dude is a beast, and I love it when he's locked in and when he, the energy is positive. He can control MSG like a maestro. Just got done watching Maestro of a Leonard Bernstein film. And my God, my man can control the crowd, control the tempo of a game, whether it be slowing it down, and because and, that's how the Knicks play, that's to our benefit. But he has that power, I think, more than any other player I've seen since Melo. And tonight, he was in his bully ball bad. And I, he took advantage of a very small Toronto Raptors team in terms of like front court height. I know they're long and stretchy, can defend multiple positions, but there's no one with his his uh, strength or defensive acumen, Precious Achua cannot guard Julius Randle. He can't even guard off-year Julius Randle. Randle is a monster, and tonight he was completely locked in and proved himself to be a solid teammate. And you're right, once Tibbs held him accountable, the second half he played some really solid defense too. And his defense helped us, I thought, close out the game as well and not allow them to go on a run there in the last two or three minutes, uh, especially from the perimeter. So, man, love my boy Randle. I, I gave the flaws, and then I gave some love. He is the most confounding <laughs> player that I've ever watched since being a Knit fan. He is so frustrating, but tonight was not one of those nights, and I'm damn happy for it. Dallas, Texas, show up, baby! Let's go! Sunshine <laughs> for Dallas, baby! Let's go. <laughs> Randall Hive! <laughs> no, I am not. I know, no, I'm not a Randall Hive. Okay. I'm just a Randall supporter. Oh, a Randall supporter. Okay, okay. okay. Just a Randall supporter. I, I will call him out when he's frustrating the hell out of he me. Said, he said, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. I'm just a Nick Hive. Only Nick Hive. <laughs> got you, got out right. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just finish <laughs> off the Julius Randall phrase. Um, if I had my voice, I would have shot it like Will Smith did during the Grammys when he said, and I would have been like, keep Julius Randall's name, <laughs> but I got the voice right now to do it. But <laughs> I got a few people you can slap too on Twitter. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Julius Randall's game tonight, I mean, outside of the um, inconsistent performances on defense in the first quarter. He had an excellent game tonight. He couldn't be stopped. They had OG Anunoby on him. OG Anunoby had a good game on offense, but he couldn't stop him on defense. It was, he was he was unguardable. And then when they switched Scotty Barnes on him, that was the ooh pick right there. Barbecue Because when he did the Scotty Barnes was just filthy. That Woo! was just filthy right there. And... When Julius Reynolds able to use bully ball to his advantage and get into the middle of the lane and take that little 15, 18 foot jumper, he's unstoppable when he's in that mode. And I'm glad that, and I'm glad to see that he's taking less threes and using the bully ball to his advantage to score in the paint. And even though Julius Reynolds, even though the ball sticks to Julius Reynolds at times, I'm okay with him. I'm okay with the ball sticking to him with the way he played tonight, when he's able to take advantage of the opponent guarding him, getting into the paint, and punishing them. So, Julius Randle had a great game tonight, outside outside the first quarter, and you have to give the man his props because he brought it tonight. He was a straight bully no. on offense. He killed. He killed. He embarrassed, man. I was so, I've never been so happy to see. Scott Barnes is on two posters today. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Do it up. Put them, put them, I'm gonna put them on back wall next week. people, and they don't call it. They don't. Hit my man RJ He's in the, the face. Filing person I know that they never call. He fouled I heart. He did on that dunk. Yo, that's a fact. He hit, he hit RJ in the face with a forearm. <laughs> 
But Randall, man, yo, when Randall dumped the ball on Scardy and and, and it did the pull up and it hit the backboard and got the tank, I was like, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Definitely worth it. Ice throw. It was worth it. He started screaming at the crowd and getting me. I was like, oh, yeah. Yo, remember last year? Was it last year or two years ago when I said how to get the crowd back on your side, Randall? I said, all you gotta do is dunk it and scream at the crowd. The crowd will be with you. The crowd will be, the crowd will be with you, man. They'll get high with you. Remember I said that? Yep. <laughs> Yo, he did it today. He don't even be dunking like that, but he did it today. He almost caught a reverse dunk, too. That man was going, he was going bananas. That man was going bananas. Woo! Speaking of bananas. Speaking of bananas. Can I put some, yo, can I get some respect, please? Can I get some respect, please? Yo, where's my mans? Where's my mans who talk smack about Grimes every week talking about his little loans in the G League and, and give up J. Ellis, you don't know what you're talking about. And, and he's a scrub and he needs to be, you know, more aggressive. Now, it's it's inter- it's just interesting the conundrum we're in. All of a sudden, Quentin Grimes is averaging more points than Dante. Now he looks like a better shooter than Dante out of out of the blue because of the demotion. The demotion is a promotion, really. It really is because if you're in that second unit, you're getting more shots, you're getting more run, you're getting more love. Like you getting your value up in a contract here, you you might as well you might as well come off the bench with this team because you're gonna look a lot better coming off the bench on this team if you're a two guard. That's for sure. And he proved it today. And it, it it helps it helps that he's playing with ball movers, and like it's helping he's playing with ball movers like Hartenstein who threw him a, a disgustingly great pass on the move off a cut um, for like a reverse layup. Or even Josh Hart was going to drive and kick, and I think Josh Hart had like eight assists today. When you when you playing with guys like that who just like to pass, it can really unlock you, and and it did for him. He got he, he got comfortable going to the hole first, and then he started hitting the threes. And then when the game was on the line, Julius Randle found him in the last moments in the corner. the 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 ball didn't weigh a hundred pounds, like he said before, he, and he was able to hit that clutch three to help us get that win. So I'm I'm. I'm happy. I'm happy that our man got to play the fourth quarter. It's the first time he's played the fourth quarter in what two weeks? Come on, man. Respect to my guy. Um, Respect. Can I can, can I go first? Because go I want to speak to the geniuses out there that thought that replacing Grimes and Starlighter with Dante was gonna make such a huge difference. Because as you can see, it has nothing to do with Grimes not being aggressive in the first unit. That's just the role because you have because you're playing with three ball dominant guys and RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, and Jalen Brunson. So you're barely gonna have touches on the ball. So therefore your shots go down. Because people were here saying, okay, Dante's a more aggressive player. So he should be in the starting lineup over, over Grimes. Well, now you see Dante in the in the starting lineup. How many shots did Dante take tonight? Only two shots. So I, I, so I want to speak to the geniuses out there that thought that, oh, let's replace, let's take Grimes out of the starting lineup because he's regressing this and that and blah, blah, blah. No, he hasn't. It's a damn role. If you're in the starting lineup alongside Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and Jalen Brunson, you're not going to get that much touches. It is what it is. It just is. Yep. Now, the, now, the, now the conundrum for the Knicks is, okay, now 
Dante has proven that off the bench, he's very effective. Mm -hmm. Grimes is now proving off the bench, he's very effective. So now, now, so now it's a matter of, I guess, who's effective do you like more off the bench? And then you have the other guys start with the starting lineup. And that's it. And that's what the Knicks are going to have to figure out as time goes on. But at this moment, I like Grimes off the bench. Like, I would keep this rolling as long as the Knicks continue to win. Yeah. Dante defensively was 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 good. I don't know if you guys have anything today with the starting lineups as well. Um, I'm still worried about him long term because he's not as big. and But I, he had some great moments. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add to anything to that. Yep, we know I do. <laughs> again, really? <laughs> <laughs> again, um, if 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 things like this continue, you have to ask yourself. You know, I'm pushing my own little narrative now. Is it system or is the player? You got you got to start asking a question. So you know, when you say a team is not what what we need or these players. You can't really say that because we're not getting the best of our players, in my opinion, or their strengths, you know, what they're really good at. We're getting the best of what they can do in this system. Right. You understand? So it doesn't matter who's in that spot, which is why I didn't want IQ and I didn't want IQ in that spot. He's not going to be able to be IQ. Yeah. I, I, IQ is best right now where he's at, where he's able to get his shots. He's able to, give an instant spark, an offensive spark, you know, and he finishes. It's not who starts, it's who finishes. So now you see that, you know, Dante had zero shots in the whole first half. Sounds sound similar to, to, to Grimes, right? Yeah. Two the whole game. Who knows how many touches he really got to just even touch the ball in the game, but I, I, I guarantee you it wasn't that many. So how can anybody catch a rhythm like that? That's just... As a basketball player, you just that's human nature. You want to touch the ball, feel involved in the game. Um, but I love that he it was it was no hesitation with him. Look, playing free, cutting, and got the ball when he cut that pass by iHeart to him was 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 great. It, I think it surprised Grimes. He didn't even know it was coming to him. Oh snap, but he caught it and made yeah, the layup. Yeah, lay yeah. So, like, you see, no hesitation. And in this unit, Julius passed to him, so I don't get why he ain't passed to him when we starting. <laughs> like, come on. He made a, a nice little pass to him, and he hit the, the three-pointer. Like, come on. You, you, like, know, what Randy, I, you know what playing, it is? Playing I, games, bro. You know what it is? And I've said, I've said this before, and I think they've said it too. Depending on the matchups, right, Julius Randle, they'll single-cover Julius Randle some games. When Julius and they said today, and I've said this a couple of times on this program too, when Julius Randle is single coverage, there's less assist in general. In general, for some reason though, it was single coverage Julius Randle in the first half, and somehow we were able to manage assists. I I, I think maybe it's because maybe it was transition and DiVincenzo passing it because DiVincenzo had five assists, but somehow he was able to manage assists. But then what happens is the game goes along. And they be tired of that Julius Randle single cover stuff. They'll throw another look at him. He's getting doubled. Now he's passing the ball more. And I think that's why a lot of times you'll see Grimes is getting his first shot in the third quarter. I think that, I think that's what that's, it that's, might be. 
That's exactly what happens. That's why this type of play right like this is cool. This is this what you want. This is the way you want to practice playing on all teams. It doesn't matter, good, bad, and you want to practice good habits. Because if you practice the way we play, uh, played two two games ago, you're playing right in towards the defense. You two people can't go against if you got six other uh, an opposing team scoring six um double figures. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they're cool with two of uh, your players scoring twenty and twenty or thirty and twenty. You get what I'm saying? So and and then they make adjustments like you just mentioned, Jay. And so where it was working, now they're throwing double teams and forcing somebody else to beat them, and they're not in the rhythm of the game. That wasn't the case today, though. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if guys have anything to add. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the dialogue and discourse <clears throat> on Twitter is an opinion base. You know, I, I love flaming people, calling them bums for having bad tates. But there are some tates that people can have where you can – history is your resource. Mm -hmm. You can go back and see the trends of Tom Thibodeau and be able to dictate, as Ebony said – is it the player or is it the role? And Ebony and I had a conversation last episode about this, and I pointed Tom Thibodeau's history. When his five-man starting unit, there is always a position, and it's usually the two-guard in Chicago, Minnesota, and now New York, where that one is there for all of the dirty work. You're really The shots opportunities are going to be between three to six, depending on how hot you are that night. We saw it in Chicago. Go back to those teams and look at guys like Keith Bowdens, Ronnie Brewer, they were there to guard the best perimeter player on the opposing team and take shot, continue taking shots if they were hot or if they were downhill and they were easy to go. Didn't go to Minnesota. Josh Cody was that option. Jeff Teed was that option for the years that Tibbs was a coach there. They were in that two or three position, depending on when Butler was there or not there. Those are the guys who are playing defense, guarding the opposing team's best player and being able to have more than three or four shots if it was going in. It's the same thing on the Knicks. Grimes or DiVincenzo, when they're starting, you're not seeing their full potential because that's the role that Tibbs dictates for that position. It's not it's not a uh, discredit to them or an attack on their character or their ability to evolve. That's what Tibbs is asking from that position. So it don't matter who you slide in there. I said it last system. It could be a former all-star, a current all-star. It doesn't matter. That role determines a certain kind of player, and that's how Tibbs is going to run that role. The bench – there's more freedom, obviously. Yeah. And you have a great passing center like Hartenstein that's hopes initial those long outlet passes. Yeah. He's on point. He's probably maybe the third best passing center in the NBA. And we have the luxury of having him as our backup five. It's awesome because now Hart, Grimes, whoever else is there running with them, IQ most of the time, they're having those opportunities in transition to very easy points. So Grimes looks better. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Go back in history. It'll just Chicago, Minnesota, New York. Tibbs is cut and paste. He is who he is. And we're seeing continuation of his coaching career with the shooting guard position in New York. Very good points. Very good points. Um, very valid. And you, you have seen that pattern. Um, interesting enough, too. So I see IQ wasn't here today. Um, get well, IQ, because he had a sore knee. I'm really interested to see something else. To see, because we all know the predicament we are with paying IQ and keep, you know, and maybe have to make a decision down the line about, I feel like the Knicks want to pay him or, or try, going to try to keep him, but it'll be, it's it'll be interesting to see what Quentin Grimes' role is with less 
uh, ball handlers and more opportunity because we saw in summer league when he was with with that team and he's running that team, he ran things. Not not that it was the smoothest, but you saw that there was some potential to be more of a scorer. It'll be interesting interesting to see how Grimes's role will change would change if IQ is not able to handle the ball as much. And you have McBride there, who's is pretty much going to be like a spot up guy and a ball mover, and we're going to have to rely on Grimes to score score the rock more. Like I I I just want to see how that looks, just for feature reference. Yeah, Jay. One more thing about the Grimes thing coming off the bench. He uh, also it helps against the teams that are not as deep as us, and they're trying to stagger. Stars because he's used to guarding that type of player. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't you know it, it, you can see it also on the defensive end because he's able to guard them on on even you know during his bench minutes. Not sure. So I, I thought that was pretty you know maybe that'll help us out too with him uh, coming off the bench. That's true. That's true. That that's that's also true. Um, and we got to see Deuce play some minutes too. He got a he got a three. Got a three ball off, looked comfortable shooting at three. Uh, called his own number with a mid range one time with the game kind of tight. Even though he missed it, I just like to see him be more confident in that shot. And he played some good defense as well. So it was nice to see some deuce minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but shout out to the chat. The Discord is open too. If you want to chat with us and talk about the, the, the Knicks uh, live on air with your, your, your people's on Discord, just hit that Discord link pinned to the top of the chat. But in the meantime, shout out to everybody rocking with us on a win. Shout out to Julian Blum, who said Deuce needs minutes as well. Everybody can't get minutes, man. It's just too everybody can't everybody can't get minutes, man. It's, it can't go 15 deep. <laughs> no one's gonna catch a rhythm. Man. Uh shout out to man child. I, I hear you though. <laughs> JLS Ryan G. Lee and my fave Ebony salute and great take Ryan on the the genius the genius about game Grimes and fans wanting a switch saying Grimes and aggressive been saying that for two weeks facts yeah 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 we got Ebony higher forming in the chat uh, <laughs> man shout shout out to you shout out to everybody I saw Keith Watkins in here Alexander my guys in here everybody else is rocking with the show Roberto Rivera. See you, Space Ghost. I see you. Who else? Who else? Corey Lee. I see you. Glamour. I see you. The Organic. I see you. Shout out to everybody rocking with the show. Also, I want to shout out the Organic Fanatic Show. He he, he's been a new addition this season. He might be rocking with you for a long time. I've only noticed him this season. He's had some of the best takes in the chat uh, from, from from the start of this year. I've really enjoyed his him joining the chat. Uh, most of the things he says are really on point, not just because I agree with it, but they're well thought out. Uh, and I want to give him a shout out for joining the chat and livening up the conversation. We see you in there, baby. Salute. Oh, shout out! Shout out! Yeah, if you smart, yo, join our Discord too. If you got if you got smart, start to say join our Discord. We talk to you. A oh, shout out to to Pamela in the chat too. Oh, increasing, Queen, baby. yeah, increasing our women viewership. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. And Josh Hart, I haven't even talked about this. There's so many people to talk about today, yo. Everybody Crazy who complained about not Josh touching Hart. the ball, balls out today. <laughs> like Josh Hart was was nuts. 
I don't know what it is. Josh Hart looks faster since the beginning of the season. Yeah, I told you he might have bit off more than he could chew. It took some time to get his legs back under him. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And what do you call him? No hezzy, no hezzy heart? What do you call him? Yeah, no hesitation <laughs> heart. Yeah, no hezzy heart. Yeah, that's my favorite version of him. <laughs> he don't miss. Nah, no hezzy heart don't miss no more. He Every open three he took, he hit, and he didn't hesitate. I'm, I'm love yo. He's he's been incredible. He's been playing that power forward. He, he has not looked outmatched at power forward on most nights. Most nights, the Celtics might be you know an exception, but most nights he's not, not looked unmatched. And I've been enjoying seeing Josh Hart play basketball today. Mm. But AKA the emergency exit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about some some bad news though. Cause we got a fallen soldier, man. This that pulls some liquor out. Our MVP. Yeah, you, we lost a you lost a soldier, guys. Big Mitch, man. Oh, we didn't even talk about Brunson. We didn't even talk about Brunson. Yeah, he 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 was bad good tonight. He had twenty one points, but he moved the ball really well today. But then also had seven turnovers because I feel like Dennis Schroeder got into his head defensively. I think the flopping took him out of his rhythm. Yeah, I think I think Schroeder has uh, got uh, you know how it's always one person that just gets under your skin, mm-hmm. like one player that it might not you don't understand why you don't understand, but every time you go against this player, you 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 don't do your best, you know. I think Schroeder might be Brunson's because maybe it's a, something a head game from FIBA, you know. Mm-hmm. Who who knows? Um, and he was playing pretty physical, and they weren't calling it. But as soon as Jalen like pushed them off, they called the offensive foul. Yeah. So it was a, the the refs helped with the mind games. That's for sure. Yeah. It <laughs> did. And um, he did do a lot of flopping. Mm-hmm. That three point shot that they gave him, he kind of threw his body into. Uh, Brunson, I thought he did at least. I did too. That, that didn't. That didn't look organic to me. He did. He fell natural. in a three sixty. <laughs> like, <he's> like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you shoot going forward, falling backwards, and then end up on your stomach? Like it. It looked mad theatrical to me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't look legit. And then like Brunson does this thing where he creates some space, but he'll like give you like. It's like a headbutt, but not on your head, but it's like a, a little like head push off. And then he would like throw his arms back. And I'm just like, oh, he he got the rest of this. He got the, the rest on the string today. Brunson. Brunson can't do nothing now because Brunson's strength is his strength. And if he can't, if he's not that quick. So if you're not allowing him to use his strength, you're going to call a foul every single time. Then it's like, what well, can you really do? You just give it to Brunson and then call it a switch and then have Julius Randle shoot right over Donnie Schroeder and call game. That's what you do. That's what, that's what we did today. Uh, <laughs> we did Brunson, today. Brunson kept doing a little fake, the fake, you know, that she like, I'm getting hit. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's trying to get the referee's attention, the way he's jerk. And that's when he kept losing the ball, though. I was like, stop doing it. It's not working, Brunson. They're not <laughs> calling that. Don't do it no more. Yeah. They- don't do it no more, please. <laughs> the only call on that on, on, on my man, Schroeder today. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy because you would think by now referees would kind of like designate like who who are the floppers in the league and who are not the floppers in the league. And Schroeder is definitely one of the guys that you that is a known flopper. Every time he plays, this guy be flopping all over the damn place. Even though that even though that one foul that they called on Brunson, the offensive foul where he did kind of was trying to create space, that was an offensive foul. But shorter, but shorter kind of overdid it though. He flopped on that though. It wasn't as serious as it looked. But Brunson did kind of use his shoulder to bang into bang into shorter, and, and I do think that was an offensive foul. But um, but yeah, Brunson um yeah struggled with struggled <laughs> with um his turnovers tonight, which is unusual for Brunson. Brunson usually a you know a point guy that takes care of the ball. But overall, offensively, he did. I think he did well despite the turnovers, nine assists. Um, he was definitely efficient from the field as well with the three point ball. So, you know, it was it was only the turnovers, and you know that's that's an off game for Brunson. You know, Brunson usually doesn't get more than like two, three turnovers in a game. You know, yeah. if if that, so you know what I mean. So I'm not expecting like, you know, for this to be a trend for Brunson. But despite the turnovers, he did play well. Season hotline assist too. I'm going to talk about a different element. As someone who survived watching Antonio Medais sit out a whole year in straight clothes, Jeremy Lin sit out in the playoffs in straight clothes, Chris Esposito just sit out the second half of an All Star season in straight clothes. It's awesome to have a team where guys are injured and they're like, "Eff it, I'm going to play." Like these guys just have that dog in them, and they understand that they, you know, the fans are there to, to watch their favorite team. We're a very rabid fan base. And almost everyone on this roster, I'll go for everyone on this roster, is willing to put the team before themselves. And if they're able to, to, to walk on the court, they're going to do it. And it's really great to have a roster of dudes that have that type of dog inside of them and have that mentality, especially Randall. I think embodies that more than anybody for all of his faults. He will play through injuries even when it might be detrimental to the team uh, because of his inability to, to dart a traffic cone out there. But Brunson is absolutely one of those guys. I think the foot's still hurting him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that that's apparent. You know, he wasn't getting to his spots as quick as he usually does. He wasn't doing very much uh, off ball movement on the perimeter. Yep. So I think it was a lot of catch and shoot. And he wasn't to, he wasn't drawing fouls. My guy's a foul merchant. He wasn't getting to the line like he usually does. He was missing the line when he was like he usually does, which is <laughs> one of the most frustrating things to watch this season. Is that of all things, Jalen Brunson sucks at it's shooting free throws. It's like, damn, my guy, like, what? <laughs> he must be on the same practice regimen as Mitch, man. It's uh, unbelievable. Everyone deserves strays. Even. He going together. He going, to, he, going, he going through it right now. But I just want to say something real quick about Julian Blumba said about uh, that uh, – I agree about the Street Fighter move. The Siakam pull the Street Fighter move. Yo, been flagrant. He definitely I hit said, him with uh, the Haslam sweep. Yo, know? like yeah, that was I'm about crazy. to say the Haslam. That's definitely what he hit him with. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't call that a flagrant. Look natural. They don't watch Siakam play. Siakam be one of the the them floppiest floppers on in the NBA too. Man, he be flopping his way to the, the foul line, but he usually flops his way on offense. He flops his way on defense today. That was crazy. Floppy flapper. Yeah, but shout out, shout out to Brunson. Um, I also saw him do a pocket pass today. I was like, ooh. That that pass to Sims was nice, too. And a lot. Mm-hmm. A pocket Valley. pass and a lot for Brunson today. I was like, okay. So you see, 
Brunson has it in his arsenal. He needs to do that more. He needs to do it more. He's got he's he got a, his damn arsenal. He's got to hurt his foot. And then, you know? <laughs> I guess so. He's like, I need help now. I need help now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was uh, when he did it, I was happy and I was sad and mad at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like uh Mitch was there too. <laughs> but but yeah. better late than never. Is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, Mitch, man. <laughs> Mitch, 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 Mitch. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Back to what I was saying before. Paul and Soldier, man. Mitch, he he got hurt during the Celtics game. Tried to come back and play. Hindsight, he probably made it worse trying to come back and play because he did play for a few minutes. Got taken back out of the game. Um, so uh, I was kind of surprised to hear today that he's gonna be out. For eight to ten weeks, that ankle surgery which sucks because he, he, as you know, he's the reason why we're number one, one of the best rebounding teams in the league, best offensive rebounding team in the league. He's the best steals guy on our team. He's the guy who played the pick and roll the best um, as a big man. And he'll be sorely missed. So it's going to be, it, it, it could be rough. It could be rough. But, you know, at the same time, Hart's been playing really good lately. And we do have Sims. So we're we going to see if uh, they can really start to really earn their money. Because we got a tough road trip coming ahead. And we're going to be playing a bunch of these teams who are over 500. We have not. Bode well versus those guys, but we're gonna have to do it without Mitch. We're gonna have to find a way to do it. But oof, this, this, this is gonna be it's gonna be rough. It's gonna I don't know. How y'all feeling? Uh, um, you know, Mitch, my guy, I was upset. I was actually uh on open panel when I found out about it. We're uh feeling them on the morning brew show. Oh so yeah, uh yeah, live, found out about it. In front of everybody, but I think I held my help help the stone face. I don't know. I was pretty like, Dad, come on, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna be optimistic because one of the things that were an issue with us was our picking and our pick and roll defense, and also you know stretch fives and coming out on the perimeter to guard long wings or Siakam type players. And today I saw Sims again show that that he can he can stay on the perimeter. So maybe that. That helps a need. We, you know, we may not have as much offensive rebounding as we normally have mm-hmm. in, in the rim protection that we're used mm-hmm. to, but maybe it'll help the perimeters the defense side of the of it. Uh, when he, when he's in that starting lineup, um, he's not scared to switch off on guards or anybody actually, and uh, I think he's our best perimeter defend defending big. That's for sure. So, Maybe that that you know that solves that issue and and, and can help us on uh, patch the hole in that part of our defense. That's for sure. I still remember that. I still remember when he was playing uh, the Brooklyn Nets when Kevin Durant was here and he did a hell of a job on Kevin Durant. Slowed him down a few times. Probably shocked him. He's probably like, who's who is this little yeah. tall muscle bound fro head kid. God, he, man, he did it on Scotty Barnes today. Scotty, he did. He played pretty good defense when he got had to switch on him and and Siakam when he did it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, I like Sims because he he reminds me of Mitch of when Mitch first you know came out. So of course I'm a Sims fan. Um, it's all about is the game slow down for him? Is he gonna jump at every head fake like he he normally does, or you know is he gonna be in position to help? Stuff like that. That's it. His if he does the little things, we not he's not gonna get touches like that. We see that in the starting lineup. That's why he's starting. Yeah. And I heart is I heart. Now people see is a difference. So it doesn't it it, it doesn't really. Uh, I don't think it it matters who starts. It's all about who finishes. Yeah. I, I had a feeling because I think we've seen it before when Mitch went down uh, last season. Tibbs is smart enough to understand, like, even though the starting lineup is going to be compromised temporarily, don't compromise the second unit too. Keep by heart where he is, continue playing continuity with the the three guys that he plays with off the bench, and start Sims. You know, if, if Sims isn't playing well or he's being overpowered, you just put I heart in sooner. And it's great for all the flat Leon Rose gets for, you know, not doing nothing, for being asleep, people comparing him to Homer Simpson. Like the guy has built a roster of a, maybe the best depth in the NBA. In our center position, I think it's the best three-man rotation in the NBA. All of them give you a little bit of something, but all of them definitely give you rebounding and some rim protection. So I love the fact that Ihart can come in and play alongside Brunson and, and, and RJ and keep the ball movement. Like his passing is very, very high IQ, super elite, not just for a center, just period. And I, I really love watching him play. The, the change of pace that he plays with is very different than Mitch, too. Uh, I, man, praying for Mitch, prayers up. Yeah, he, I think he's our MVP this season. Uh, he's really was a defensive player of a year candidate. I too, uh, I think so too for a stretch, and he's definitely going to be missed. But I'm glad that we have, as Tib said, by committee, we have a team of guys that have to step up and fill that role on the offensive boards and the rim protection. And it starts with the Sims and I Heart rotation, two of which two guys I have a lot of trust in. Uh, Lee, real quick. Um, he said by committee. That was his words. Yeah. Tibbs be in these spaces. He listening. <laughs> <laughs> he listening by committee. I stay talking about some. He be in these spaces. Tibbs be he saying that. He be saying that next man up and all that stuff. For, for, yeah. He be saying that. For, go ahead, Ryan. I know you want to say something. <laughs> I'm I'm probably maybe the only person on the panel that is a bit concerned. I'm concerned. Just, just for the simple fact that even though the Knicks won tonight, the Knicks defensive rotations are still off. The, the, those defensive rotations are not that good. And the Raptors, who are a bad three-point shooting team, the Knicks still were late on a lot of three-point contests. And the Raptors, who are a bad shooting team, went off on three tonight. And against better teams, especially teams over 500, where I think the next Nine out of those 10 games are against teams over 500. That's going to be a problem, especially against teams that can shoot the three very well. And a lot of those West teams who the Knicks are going to face in these upcoming games can shoot the three really well. Yeah. So the Knicks are going to definitely have to brush up on their rotations and they're definitely going to have to brush up on their three-point defense. So I'm not... I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm not... I, I'm, I'm definitely concerned and... If the Knicks can escape with a five and five record, I will take that on this road trip coming up in the next ten games. No, I mean, but the three point guarding the three point line has been an issue even with Mitch. Uh, I know that he plays a part in that on rotation, but we've been ass cracked on doing that all season, even going back into last season. Yeah, we've struggled guarding the three point line, so that's that. That's a whole team, and he's a step up. Now is probably a top defensive concern of mine. Uh, from from a jump, and you're right. Toronto is not just bad; 
They are the worst three-point shooting team. They averaged 33% from a three-point line, and tonight they lit it up, which is – it's it shows exactly the, the holes that we have to def- defend the three-point line. And I, these guys aren't even snipers. And if you, But we leave them open so many times on operating against the pick and make, making the wrong decision against picks uh, and allowing guys to be wide open on the perimeter. So that's something we need to tighten up with or without Mitch. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Today, I felt like it had a lot more to do with the transition. Like, it wasn't even half court to me. That It was like off makes, off misses. They would just straight up run to the corner. We would get cross match or we wouldn't get back fast enough. And they would just hit a three on us. It was just like, especially in the fourth quarter, they just ran to the three off every miss and and was able to get it clean. And then still, like, still, still, we still have, like, it's, it's certain things we can't help to, like first half. You know, we're trying to get back in transition. Who's the first person back in transition? Jalen Brunson. Everybody else on the, on, the, on the Raptors is like six seven, six eight. And he got Jalen Brunson has his hands up, like I got it, and they just like right around him, like he's not there. He's like a cone. So it's like it's like it, it's, it's a situation where well, that's all you can really do. He's he's like six feet tall. It's like we and all we still have to get better. Today was a transition D three problem for sure. We need to fix that in general. Um, a lot of times we even give up buckets and transitions after made baskets. Yeah. Um, it's something we struggle with this throughout the season. I don't know, and a lot of times it's just lack of focus. Like they just jogging back, not expecting somebody to, to come at them right then. Mm-hmm. You see people not really knowing who to guard. Two people on one today early in in the game. It was like the second play of the game. Julius is pointing, and it's his man dribbling by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do that all the time, and it's not just Julius Brandu. You know, it's and then they we don't stop ball in transition. So they give somebody a chance to get full momentum coming towards you. You're not stopping that person coming full speed at you and you're back trying to backpedal. You understand? That's a foul. You know, you automatic foul or get embarrassed. You have to st- stop them before they get the momentum. Make them make a pass, a move, fake at them, something. They let them get full steam ahead and get a great angle at the basket. Right. It's- right. It's, it, 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 the, and the little catches with one simple move. It was like one has the... They be gone. And they're right at the basket. Or right, so it's like we, we need we need to get better overall in our transition defense off of made baskets to made baskets, turnovers, transition defense altogether. We just we just need an overall. This is a defensive coach, and I thought like we'd be playing better offense than we ever have in three in like the three years he's been coached. But our defense is looking really wonky. It's it's very weird considering how much concern we have over the offense, but I feel like we're scoring more points than we have. I need to look that up. I feel like we're I feel like we're scoring more points. I feel this is the I feel like this stretch in particular, we scored more points than we have in all of Tibbs' years being a coach. Am I crazy? But it feels that way. Yes, it does. Because of a three. Yeah, it feels that way. I think I think Tibbs has to rethink his his ideology about you know defense for this age this era. You can't dare a three point in the league to shoot three pointers. <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster. It, it has to it has to something has to to change. They have to tweak something in the, the defense 
because you can't just keep letting today's NBA get jump. That's what they practice all the time. Yeah. You know, that's what they want. They they're shooters. They they want that shot. They want to stand there and you give them shots at the rim. <laughs> but but it's also per- I, I feel like it's that I feel like it's all I feel like it's that and personnel as well, man. I, I feel like it's a combination of both. I'm watching the Pacers, the Pacers Lakers game, and you, got, you just see arms, you just see arms all over the place <laughs> versus Halliburton, and then nobody can get a shot off, and the Pacers are like over. Oh, 20 whatever from the three-point line. And I'm just like, man, we need some we need some length on this thing. Like to disrupt something. Make somebody guess. Think twice. Something. I don't know. That's just me. That that too, that could be true. Uh, a lot of two. I think also, also is that we're always scrambling. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. always scrambling. So a lot of those contests, even with our short selves. Are late, so it's even like they really don't see us. <laughs> you yeah. know, we we late in. We, we're not that you know tall or, or lengthy. Um, so yeah, that 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 definitely could could hinder it. Yeah. And our pick and roll defense, I'm gonna keep saying it is terrible. Yeah. Um, we we're very we go under screens on shooters. We're we're not the most cerebral team. I'm noticing. Facts. What do you? <laughs> y'all been complaining about OG. You played well today. What'd you think about OG today? Mm. Mm. Like I hit my hand. No, I'm not gonna ask Ebony any questions about anybody because she's gonna say no to everybody in the NBA. If 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 God came back in Nikes and was available for a trade, she'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> He might disrupt chemistry. No. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, but but you but don't you know, pass the ball enough. <laughs> but, but, you know, but, he ain't play defense. <laughs> you know what though? OG probably would be great for the Knicks. Just for the simple fact he wouldn't have to guard Julius Randle anymore. So he probably would be great for the Knicks. <laughs> Julius Randle hit some tough shots against OG. When he started barking, um, that shot was well contested. We supposed to be getting OG for his defense, right? Look what Julius Randle did to him. Look what Julius okay. did. Okay, let's, 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 hold on. Time out. Time out. Let's 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 let's. We can't judge when somebody's having like some out of body world game. We can't just dismiss him as a bad no. defender. He's it wasn't a good defender. It wasn't nothing he did that was spectacular. <laughs> he just played bully ball today. He literally bullied him. That is it. <laughs> he put his shoulder into him. He outweighs him by like 600 pounds of muscle. Like, what, are you, what is he going to do? That's it. That was it. That's what he did. He kept it simple. And he couldn't stop it. Uh, so, Man. But that's the guy that's supposed to take us somewhere, though, right? Well, I think it's about the package, too. Like, a lot of my hesitation with OG is the asking price that uh, Masai is trying to fleece us again. I mean, the guy has a history of Bardiani. Uh, Carmelo, every trade he's ever made with, with the, the Knicks, whether it's Denver or Toronto, he's won at the end of the day uh, in terms of how his draft picks have turned out. But OG is a player option. If he opts out and he goes into free agency this summer, then the package to be a lot lower than it was a year and a half ago or a year ago. You're now, now you're offering maybe like one pick and some salary filler because you know he doesn't want to be there anymore. You're based on a situation where you have to let him go. And Masai has allowed players, Fred Van Vliet, to walk for nothing. So I'm very interested to see what happens this summer. If he's available at a discount or or cheaper than he was the last time we checked in on him, pull the trigger. I would love to have him as another rotational wing on this team. Uh, sometimes start, sometimes not. I think it would just be 
circumstantial and and let him guard those really big guys that have been tricking us for four years under Tibbs. Yeah, I agree. The price, yeah, it's all about the price for me. Yep. What's the price? What's the price he wants to be paid? What's the price to give? That's what it is. But he can hit threes and he can guard people. That's what we need, Danny. Sometimes. <laughs> as long as we're playing, we're got, playing well, Reddick, gonna be on our team. So it is what it is. What you said? As, as long as that player is not Julius Randle, he's gonna <laughs> team at Julius Randle, so it's not gonna matter. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He doesn't. He won't have to argue. He won't have to guard Julius Randle ever again in his life. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> he won't have to worry about that. But you're right. You, you side jury is another animal. So mm. man, that. We need a wing, Danny. Has, has soured. We need a wing. <laughs> we need a wing. All right. Well, <sighs> but I don't. So let's see the chat though. Uh, shout out to everybody rocking with the KOT show. Anthony two one two, Keith Watkins, NBIC, uh, the organic Nick fanatic show. Man, child, East Blue, Drew Watson. Everybody's rocking with the show. Salute to you guys. If you like the show, hit that like and subscribe. We're here after every game talking Knicks basketball so uh i hope you're enjoying the show and um i don't know if you guys have anything else to say or i want to get to the bro picks or ooh picks or whatever you want to do okay. i don't have a bro pick just yet but i, I have to shout out on the chat because julia is making me laugh again um i look down and it says when randall was screaming after that dunk i had a flashback a, P- a ptsd moment when he said F the fans, I was hesitant to clap. Like, is he trying to celebrate with us? <laughs> yeah. I was too. I Yo. I'm like, hold on, what happened? Is he happy? What? I'm not going to lie. I was thinking the same thing. I was just like, wait. <laughs> I think he's happy. He is happy. Yeah, he's happy. Yeah. yeah. That's how I suddenly went here after realizing he was happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too funny that though. I did hesitate a little bit too. That yo, that's some that's some Knicks fan PTSD if I ever heard so yo. <laughs> that yeah, man, it's like oh, man. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Let me get to let me, let's, let's get to that. That's my OOP. How about that? That's my yeah, and I do have that. I do have a bro pick as well. Well, a couple of bro picks after the old pick. Yeah, <laughs> you already know. No, no introduction needed. Guys are in the old pick, all right. Old pick is number thirty. Julius Randle goes mano e mano versus your boy Barnes. Puts him in a poster. This is the, the most deserved tech of the year, and I'll take that tech any day of the week. Let's go! Yeah! <laughs> and there he is. There, there he is looking pissed. Look at his face. Yeah, I thought, we thought he was he mad, mad at us. Is right? down coming? <laughs> Who's he screaming at? Oh, shit. Oh, that's us. He's, he's hyped. Okay, he's hyped. He's hyped. All right, it's all good. Everybody, he's happy. Five. Facts. All right, all right. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tom Thiddle puts him on the bridge. So Bruh. <laughs> right after, right? Literally. I didn't understand. Yeah. I understand Tom Thiddle putting him on the bridge at that point. 
but I might have to give Tibbs bro pick for taking out people during during their streak. It don't matter who they are. As soon as they about to get hot, he like have a sat down next to me. No, no, no. No, no, no. Twenty-two wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did to a few people today. RJ, yep. He did that to RJ, he did the Grimes, he did that to Randall. He did Grimes. He did that a few times a day. For sure. Bruh. But we still ended up winning that game. But you know, Ryan always got the bruh picks in the clip. Oh the, yeah. In the holster. Yo, I, I need a gun. I need a gun cock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know he got it waiting in the holster. Yeah, because Ryan got like four or five of them. Loaded. Yo. I got a bro pit. Uh, I'm. I, I'm at. Uh, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Okay. Um, first bro pit goes to Wally Zerbiak. If you were listening to the game tonight, I know Randall was going off. I know my man was playing bully ball. He was in the post. He was dominating people. But my man had the nerve to compare Julius Randle to Hakeem Olajuwon. I was like, bro, yeah. whoa, 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 slow it down, Wally. Slow it down. I know Randall's dominating in the paint, but Hakeem Olajuwon is on a different level. Don't put them two in the same sentence, please. No, no, Wally. No. Wally's Anthony MSG with a jump shot. (laughs) (laughs) Nick can do no wrong. Unbelievable. Company man to the fullest. Oh God! <laughs> that baby got a rose colored glasses for every every day of the week. Yo! <laughs> Yo you wrong with that was huh? that was that wasn't even my bra pick. <laughs> my second bra pick goes to the New York Giants because look. Oh man. I'm a Giants fan. I love my Giants. I love when they win. But what the hell are you guys doing? You need a damn quarterback. Daniel Jones is not in. Lose out the damn season. You can get a good pick and we can get a good damn quarterback. What's wrong with you people? Bruh. Now you want to win? You said they won? They won? Yeah, they did win. They beat the Packers. Oh, because they, they trying to uh, say that what's his name? What's the quarterback name? He the next he 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 gonna get us there. Ah, uh, is this like when um damn it. It's giving me Rudy vibes. No, remember when the Knicks was tanking and then we was playing against the 76ers? And what big man did we have that won the game for us in the last second? Dark skin. The, that, that was that was the year for KP, right? I think so. I forgot his name, yo. Did he have Samuel Dallenbear? Huh? Was it Samuel Dallenbear? No, it wasn't oh, Samuel Dallenbear. Indoor? What's his name? What's the, Indoor. Am I saying his name right? There you go. Indoor. Indoor. <laughs> Maurice. Maurice yeah, Indoor. Yes. That's like when Maurice Endor hit the game winner that year with thinking. Yeah, yeah. Bruh. Woo. Thank you, Ebony. I was struggling. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Maurice Endor, former Nick Gray. Yeah, former Nick Gray, Maurice Endor. Him and Quincy AC. Yeah, Quincy AC and former Nick Gray. Oh, Quincy AC, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. See, look how far we have come. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they walk so we can look run, how right? Far. <laughs> 
they fell. <laughs> <laughs> we can't fall no more. Fell right? so we can crawl. Okay. There right. <laughs> <laughs> was no more fall. That was it. That was rock bottom. When they talk about rock bottom, that was it. Oh, that was man. definitely rock bottom. Jeez, bro. Oh, man. All right. Any more in the clip? What you got? Nah, those were my two. Those were two broad picks. Okay, okay. So Lee can go because I know I know Lee got a bra. So I, I mentioned arguing with bums this last week. Uh, I'm not gonna name no names because you know it's a family show, and you know we're not we're not trying to do no smear campaigns. Ebony was right. There are some really uh, uneducated fans out there that are, are women, and I was having discussion with one uh, about Tom Thibodeau. She wanted Tibbs fired. She called Tibbs a cancer. He's a villain. He's the pain win, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I, I was I was like, hey, you know, who do you think should take over? Like, there's no one out there, in my opinion, that you fire him and, and you bring him back. And she said, there's someone out there that's smarter than him, that has a better playoff record than him. I was like, who? She's like, Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> do you know who Tibbs learned everything <laughs> from? <laughs> it's Jeff Van Gundy. Is his mentor, bro. The man hasn't coached in 16 years. And you want to dust him bruh. off the top and bring him, to MS, bring him back to MSG. It's it's bad apples in every bunch. Bro, but I, I can't like, say that us, us women are pretty very sensible on this social media when it comes to the sports debate. There are definitely more dumb men out there, but I debate <laughs> on a daily basis. I was shocked that there was. I, I really, I was like, oh man, none of these like nit, you know female knit content creators or fans are, are that stupid. I was wrong. There, yeah. there's very dumb. <laughs> and and the Jeff Van Gundy take was like, <laughs> y'all mean not Gundy, in the NBA no more. Jeff Van Gundy is uh with the with the ops right now. It's like yeah, like to say he is. Yeah, he, he is. is with he is in the, in the fake garden. Yeah. Uh. Being an advisor for them in the fake garden, in a little tea party, mm. yep. tea garden, tea garden, <laughs> the tea garden, tea garden. The Boston tea garden. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I got none today. I just had a little pick today. Oh, I got, I got some. Maybe the Giants. They, they're trying to make Rudy too. That's what it reminds me of. You remember that movie, Rudy, about the underdog? <laughs> the guy that only played because somebody got hurt. And then he like, won the game. Yeah. Remember Rudy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, Rudy. <laughs> Maybe that's what the Giants trying to do. Oh, boy. What's his name? I can't remember his name. What, Daniel Jones? No, no, the guy, the, the quarterback that's, that's um, they're living in his with Oh, his DeVito, parents. The, the guy that's currently yeah. on the quarterback right now? Yeah. He trying to do the, he trying to do the, the, the Rudy story part two. I, I admit that I do, I do love his celebration though, because he's Italian and then, like he he does the um uh, <laughs> like I, I, do, I do love the celebration though. I ain't go front on that. I love the celebration. <laughs> oh, too funny. Oh man. All right. I think I think I we talked about enough. It's the good, the bad, the bros. Jeff Van Gundy. We didn't mention Oli fans today, so you know that's a good. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, we're not. No, that that was that. It was in the chat though, so it was in the chat. That, that counts. That counts. Oh, that counts. I, I saw it. Out. I saw it. <laughs> one 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 day we'll After go through the show without mentioning it. One day. Man, man child told me Mia Khalifa was in the stands. I was like, say what? <laughs> she was. <laughs> <laughs> he was trolling me, man. I got hell oh, oh man. 
<laughs> yeah, you want to troll out, the, tell the believer an ice spicer in the stands, holding hands, and his head will explode. <laughs> I just bought an ice spice puffer today. Puffer jacket. Yo, at this point, the amount of times we make references to like anything related to OnlyFans, by this at this point, OnlyFans either gives us a, a sponsorship. At this hey, point, yo, for real. For real. OnlyFans. Come on, just come through. Nick and Tom's spot. That would be funny as I don't know. Imagine Res- that opening statement. Oh my god. Respectable program. <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans oh, got money, man. They got money to burn. Manscaped <laughs> OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's related, right? <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans. Gamer ch- <laughs> Gamers channel said, Lee, you're about to get me in trouble. Shake my head. My girl just heard me at Khalifa and asked me what I'm watching. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> don't doodle it. Don't don't doodle. Oh god. All right. That's too All right. All right, cool. Right. Devil back to everything. What what you watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Learning too much on this program. Learning too much. All right. That is our show. Thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like and subscribe. We're here after every game talking. Nick's basketball. And when is the next game? Wednesday against the Jazz. Yeah, Wednesday against the Jazz. Yeah, we start our road trip now. The Jazz aren't, you know, should be formidable. Lori versus Randall. Oh, yeah. He's out? I thought, and I know he was out for a while. Uh, Is he out? He was. I know, I know. um, They was talking, they love Jordan Clarkson. Oh, yeah. They've been holding him hostage for a minute. They're trying to get the most picks they can out of for him. Walker Kessler's a very nice young center on that team. He's one of the best shot blockers in the NBA. Oh, let me see. What's up with the schedule? Nick's schedule. Yeah. We got tomorrow. We got the Jazz tomorrow. Oh, wait, let's know because it's midnight. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the Jazz tomorrow. <laughs> we got the Jazz Wednesday, the Suns Friday. Woo! Yeah, that Suns game. We got, yeah, we got to strap up for that Lee, game. Lee might be right. Markinen didn't play the last game against the, the yeah, he didn't play the last game with that the Jazz played. Markinen's out. Yeah, yeah I they just said today Monday, out. right? I mean, they they confused me. I'm like, hold on, Monday. That's the- yeah, <laughs> me too. They made it sound like it was because I get it. I get why they did that. Oh, they oh, they hit it with a back to back. They hit us with the the Suns on Friday. They said and the clip they is said on this Saturday. Is a... Wow. Jesus. Wow. Dang. Yo, he, yo, he said he had Knicks. Still really good haters, bro. Like, come on, son. He like, said he had Knicks. And, and then we got the Lakers on Monday. <laughs> and then the Lakers on. We got four games, three games in like four. Oh my god. But he had, he a Knicks fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess if you even gotta travel for that Clippers Lakers game, you just gotta sleep at the same hotel. Yeah, you gotta just be in LA. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they said that this is his eighth absence today. It's eighth straight wow. this game. Mm. He has a hamstring uh strain. Yeah. Yeah. So with this tough schedule coming up, that makes it even more important for the Knicks to win that game against the Jazz. You, that's a must-win. We can't play around. 
We cannot yeah, play around. I gotta watch out for the who's who's though. It, it gets it I gets mean. crazy. It gets crazy because okay, we have the Nets right, but after the Nets, we got back to back versus the Bucks. Oh, and then, the then we don't gotta see them no more though, right? Or is one more time? We played them five times this year, so in general, yeah, in, in total. So Italy, I mean, because of the, the playing tournament, we played the Bucks and the Celtics five times. So. That that Bucks loss hurt us more the ways than one for sure. Uh, but yeah, we got the Bucks twice, so I feel like we played yeah. them one more time because we played them twice. Yeah, then it's the Thunder, Magic, Pacers. Who? Then Wolves. Wow. So this is gonna be brutal. It's gonna be brutal. I got faith. I got faith. I'm holding on to. It. We gotta get, we gotta get these sons. We gotta smack up James Harden. We gotta, we gotta play the Lakers. We gotta beat the Nets. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta beat the. Nets. And and, and, I, and just... I think for that Suns game, Bill might be back because I think if I if I read correctly, I think Bill's supposed to be back like sometime tonight. This week. So Today, I think. yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I I just think uh, a lot of these teams are based on. Offense and stuff like maybe a couple that have can do both like you know, um, like Boston is one of the teams. Uh, right now, uh, Minnesota is one of those teams also who can score and and play defense. I I feel if we just do the little things good, you know, great rather. I mean, take care of the ball, play disciplined defense, get the best available shots, not to always. The, the, the quickest or because it's coming from a certain player, but just the best available shot. Mm-hmm. I think we could we could hold it down until, you know, Mitch, we, we're 100%. This, this, this is what a deep team get, gets you. You allow a little room for, for things like this, things, things of this nature. Like we were able to plug, you know, Sims in. Not every team can do that the, the way and, and, and really have – confidence about it well some people did I, I i did have confidence that that he would do a decent job me too you you don't need mm-hmm. you don't need to do much in that starting unit because you're not getting the ball so your thing is, is is do the little things box out get the rebound take right. care of your matchup make sure help protect the, the rim and i think he did all of those pretty pretty well yeah like the thing with the bucks like two things i like i said i remember killed us one was Overhelping in the paint, especially from from Brunson. I felt like Brunson was too deep in the paint trying to recover back. And then, um, you know, stretch five. You know, the stretch five thing has been killing us. So having Sims there versus the Bucks with Brook Lopez might give us a different look. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that works out for us. But our three point defense in general extremely bad. And Randall can't. Like I said, I got killed. Was saying Randall's defense was was bad versus the Bucks game, even though he had like an out of body experience offensively. He has to if he, if he if he plays the level of defense he played today, then I'll be happy with that. But that's what we need versus the Bucks to have a shot because they can shoot. <laughs> they can't defend them. Yeah, but they they shoot and draw fouls. <laughs> they shoot and drill fouls. And, and that's the thing. That was the battle of the wheels. I remember we don't foul much. We play defense and we don't get put people in line really that much. So it was like who was going to win that? And they did. And it was also those two teams. We're two teams, the Bucks, that don't 
rely a lot on assisting. There's not a lot of assist making going on on their shot. So it was who was going to get the other people involved, and they did that too. <laughs> so everything we were supposed to do, and they did. They even, you know, had the same amount of offensive rebounds as we did, and they're not an offensive rebounding team. I think so. there's one silver line to Mitch being out, and it's butts. <laughs> I like Sims on Bert Lopez better than Mitch. Bert Lopez gives Mitch fits because of his ability to stretch defense with his three-point shot. Sims, man, he's got the movement, especially laterally. I, I like him to feign a three-point line or at least being able to to hedge out and recover on the three-point line more to, so to than be Mitch. Not, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Tibbs put uh, Sims on Giannis. Cool and, with that, too. Yeah, and let and – let, uh, Randall guard Brooke if he gonna be out out there on the on the perimeter, you know. It works on a switch too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep an eye on that. That's gonna be interesting to look at. Woo! We got a rough one coming. We got a, <laughs> gonna be a happy new year, man, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but so, oh, shout out to Net, to no uh, Stanley's in the chat. Shout out to you. I haven't seen you in a while. Shout out to Drip Moore. Um, Nick Yak is back. NBIC, everybody rocking with the show. Salute, salute. Hit that like button on your way. I'm about to end the show for real, for real this time. And keep walking. Anthony212, shout out to you too as well. All right, cool. But yeah, that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. I'm tired. I have to work. <laughs> so you guys let me know. Yeah. Mm. Anthony, let me know where to find you. <laughs> you can find me here every post game. There you go. And uh, you can find me on Twitter. At a Mad Nick fan or X, whatever you want to call it now, <laughs> and Mad Nick fan every pregame for a space called Your Take Nicks, mm -hmm. and yeah, you know VSN. Sometimes we have a present, past, and future show where we do uh, about just NBA in general, our favorite team or player, things of that nature. All right, Yo. so shout out to definitely check out all the shows that I've been a part of and support, support, support. All right, cool. All right, Lee, let him know what you find. I see you, Nick, Nick Yak. I, I appreciate that, brother. Uh, I, you definitely pissed me off with your dumbass comments last game. So I, I appreciate you showing some love in the chat. Right back at you. Uh, mental illness is nothing to joke about. Book club time. <laughs> I'm reading Springtime in Chernobyl by Emmanuel LePage. It is about the Chernobyl nuclear facility meltdown in the 80s. The author was living in the European bloc and dealt with the fallout, and then returned to Chernobyl 25 years later to document, as an illustrator, the people who were still living in the area. And this is a graphic novel about what he saw and found and the people that he talked to who were living with the nuclear radiation fallout and how their kids were affected by it, their drinking water was affected by it, their food and livestock were affected by it. Very important, great book about time, and not many people think about it anymore because it was so long ago, but could have destroyed the entire planet. Uh, find me on Twitter, at underscore Lee Estrebito, or just search hashtag bum, and you'll probably find a thread of me fighting with another dead fan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, can you can find me on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call that, Ryan G K O T. Mm -hmm. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. And you see, people, this is why you need to. Get more people to come to watch the KLT show because we talk about everything from <clears throat> Knicks basketball to OnlyFans to book reviews. Yeah, we, we go. Nowhere but here. Nobody. Nowhere. 
Only at the Let's cable go. TV. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. I joined IG. I don't know what I'm doing just yet, but I'm there. Oh, you did? Matt, Matt, okay. And, and Matt, Matt Nick fan too. So yeah, that's what's up. That, that's that. So I'll be patient with me while while I figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. All right. Hey, you know you can find us. Find us at the KOT Show on Twitter, the Naked Time Show on Instagram, and the Naked Time Show on Facebook as well. I don't have any book club recommendations for you guys uh, this week or last week. <laughs> Leave that to me, Jay. I got us. But Lee got you covered, all right? <laughs> all right, Lee got you covered. All right, but that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. We will be back for next show. And as always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That is the show. We are out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. NYC.